0: All right, there you go. Just, All right, let's do the shot. This is the real. I don't care. This one's for the this NSA. This one's right there, Matt. Oh, just kidding.
1: Hello, and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. I'm Matt. Oh, shit, Matt.
0: Oh, shit.
1: I'm so excited for this episode. I'm pretty psyched. I've literally been thinking about it for a week. Since really? the last episode. Oh, yeah. And I'm specifically excited about this episode because we have some guests that like I'm just so thrilled to have on.
0: You're super psyched about it? Yeah.
1: I'm just so, so excited. I can
0: see it. You're shaking.
1: Oh, that's just the DTs. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, okay. It's
1: <laughs> the truth, man. Truth.
0: <laughs> this isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. <laughs> oh, boy. Nothing will get done on that respect. Okay. I feel like the audience can smell the tequila through this microphone.
1: Well, we have been sipping on some tequila tonight. Mm. I have a different topic I want to talk about this episode uh, starting out. I feel like the last few episodes I've talked about some stuff that were really bugging me at the bar. Hmm. I want to talk about something that like was really awesome at the bar this oh, yeah. time around. Oh, yeah. I like that. So I want to talk about regulars.
0: Let's talk about regulars. Yeah.
1: Do you, do you have regulars at your bar? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we have regulars at my bar as well. Every bar I work at, there's regulars. Love regulars. And I want to talk about how much I love regulars is because this scenario I'm talking about right now has just happened this week, which is great because a lot of times something crazy happens, something that like maybe hurts my feelings or makes me angry or mm, like gets under your Yeah. This week has been a really positive week. And so I'm really stoked. And so I want to talk about a regular I have at my bar who I was going to work and I ride a scooter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's a little Honda metropolitan scooter. Mm. I was on the road, oh, like halfway to work. It takes me about, I don't know, 15 minutes to get to work, 10 minutes. And I'm halfway into the trip and the scooter starts getting like really squirrely, right? Mm. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I'm like, this, is, this seems definitely unsafe. So I pulled over and I checked my back tire and it was completely flat. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. hundred percent flat. And I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, that ain't good. Yeah, this so, isn't going great. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I need, I, I need to be at work in, like seven minutes or something so i was like okay i'm just gonna go like bike lane status go super slow not gonna fucking like hot rod like i usually do on yeah, my 50 no drifting cc this time huh? yeah all right. dude my 50 cc scooter my pig i call it uh <laughs> it, it fucking like you know i fucking <laughs> bomb that thing all over fucking los angeles right.
0: sidewalks no sidewalks oh, no, straight off, i'll
1: do like jumps off sidewalks <laughs> my god sweet trick bring it cops bring it <laughs> ain't gonna happen yeah
0: as they're like walking behind you slow down please
1: exactly just like (laughs) grab the back of it like like, like, and i like am like skidding my tire i'm like uh can you please let go (laughs) no but it's the best vehicle ever like to get to work and stuff because i could literally bomb through all traffic Mm -hmm. when normally in a car it would take like a half hour it takes me like 10 minutes it's killer Anyways, the back tire, totally flat. And I just go five miles an hour all the way from where I was to get to my work, bike laning it. People are honking. I'm flipping them off, you know. <laughs> Typical Tuesday. Yeah. Welcome
0: to LA, everybody. Uh,
1: so I get to work, park the scooter, lock it up. Always got to lock up your scooters, folks. If you, if you don't have a scooter, get in a scooter. Always lock up your scooters because right. they get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so lock that thing up. And then I go inside and I'm out of it because I have to go straight to work. I don't know how I'm going to get air in the tire. I don't even know if there's a nail in the tire. I don't know what the mm-hmm. hell fucking happened. But I'm, all I'm thinking is like, okay, I have to go straight to work. I'm going to get off of work at like 2.30 a.m. Maybe, you know, three. How the fuck am I going to get home? Yeah. You know? So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a tricky one. How am I going to figure this out? So... I quickly started asking some people, co-workers, like, hey, do you have a pump? Da, da, da. And nope, no one had a pump until guess what? What? Regular. Oh, no. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, it was. Oh, yes. I,
0: <laughs> sarcastic, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. So sorry. for forgot to positive today. Uh, um, One of our regulars, one of our favorite regulars comes in. And he lives downtown L.A. by where I work. And I started talking to him and I was like, you know, this is what's happened. It was like crazy. I'm like, I just don't even really know what I'm going to do. And he goes, oh, I have a bike pump. You need to go home and go grab it and I'll pump up your tire. I was like, dude, that'd be amazing. Like, I don't even know what else to do because the closest gas station's on Olympic and something, something Mm -hmm. over by like L.A. Live, which is a good like. I don't know, two miles away.
0: Yeah. Yeah, With like like all traffic and everything. (laughs) It's it's blocks away. (laughs) Right. It takes time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too far away for a, a broken scooter. Yeah. So this amazing man that comes to my bar on the regular and I see him and he's a friend of mine now. Went out of his way home, grabbed a bike pump, walked all the way back when he was had. Actually, he had just came back from a funeral. And I'm not joking about that. He was, like, dressed really nice. Mm. And as soon as I walked in, I'm like, damn, you look good, dude. He's like, yeah, I just came back from a funeral. I'm like, oh, sorry, man.
0: But <laughs> um, you still look good.
1: Yeah, but you still look good. <laughs> and so then he, like, walked back to his place, got a bike pump, came back, checked for any punctures bike, you know, or, punctures or yeah. nails or whatever, didn't see any, pumped up my tire, left me his bike pump, to make sure that it still had air by the time I got off work so I could pump up my tire to get home. And he's like, just take it home in case you need to pump it up to get back. Yeah. I'm like, what a stud. Dude, this guy's awesome. Yeah. All right. And this is what I'm talking about with cool shit of bartending. You meet these people who in probably normal life you would never encounter ever or maybe never be friends with or mm-hmm. maybe not have anything in common with, but they'll help you. It's incredible. And that's that's why I feel really like fortunate to be a bartender and to meet the people that I do on the other side of the bar, as well as the people I bartend with, because.
0: They're quality on both sides. Dude,
1: so good. So good.
0: Definitely. I hear you. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. What a good, uh, what a good person. That's awesome. Yeah. I've never had like to, had a regular have to do something that awesome for me. That's really great. But I, you know, It'll equally, happen, I, equally happen. so I, we have lots of great regulars that come through and they're just. All characters, all really interesting, seem legitimately interested in like what I'm doing. Yeah, and, and they're just great. Yeah,
1: little things happen. It really reminds you why you do the thing you do, mm-hmm. and it takes away all that bad stuff that had maybe happened. Yeah, from that the rough previous Saturday weeks. where you were in the yeah. weeds for three hours. <laughs> exactly, like, and then you're just yeah. like, dude, this is so rad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to bartend in Baltimore, and I had so many regulars and made so many friends there. And actually, our guest today happens <gasps> to be from baltimore hey awesome and it's one of my friends from baltimore hell yeah this is the longest traveled <laughs> guest we have yet all yep. the way from the east coast of Whoa. baltimore maryland
2: baltimore represent
0: Dude, there it is
1: matt be do you want to do you want to introduce our guest? are you
0: yeah reed call him the hell, I fucking. Swing, <laughs>
1: swing, and miss.
0: Yeah, fucking damn it. Swing and a miss with on that one. <laughs> she just came at me. And I, like,
1: I knew it was going
2: to
0: happen. I Here like, we go. Oh, boy. Somebody mispronounced this. Here we go. All right, correct you me, know? sir. I don't oh. think I've ever introduced anyone else on this show. You've always been the pro. <laughs> this was your opportunity. God, no, fucking. This is around the You're never going to introduce
2: anyone Wait, so this please. is the first
1: time you had the opportunity? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: This is the first and last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I deserve a little responsibility on this show. Oh my god! Every story uh, for from the level.
1: listeners. I'll take a picture of this and put it on the website. But, <laughs> but I like I wrote down Reed's name and my fucking chicken scratch on the paper. It looks <laughs> <laughs> there's like
0: there's like five five let five words. <laughs>
1: It's like one two three, and Jesus. I was like, mad to get My
2: my name is Reed Cahill. You guys nailed it. You're doing a great oh, Jesus. job. Jesus, I'm so proud of both of you. It. it's Reed Cahill. It's spelled C A H I L L. You can find me on Facebook. I should have. Uh, <laughs> you could you could find me on Tinder. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on FarmersOnly.com. Mm. What the hell?
1: Farmersonly.com.
2: Oh, wait. It's a, I date, it. it's a dating site that you city folks wouldn't understand. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you really not know what farmers only is? Do you really not know about farmers only? <laughs> Why You've would never I seen know a commercial?
1: No, I don't have TV. It's,
2: it's literally it's literally a site <laughs> that's entirely know. dedicated to trying to make connections between country folks.
1: Country folk to country folk?
2: Country folk to country folk that these city folks wouldn't understand.
1: What if what if a city folk infiltrated farmers? So the,
2: the best thing, the best thing is that I don't know what the context of this was. I do. I was really high one night. Um,
1: Sorry, guys. <laughs> Amby dog farted. Oh, I didn't hear it.
0: I haven't smelled it yet. It's. No, it'll, it'll, it'll get there. We'll get there. Amby's a dog, by the way. Just yeah, nobody, but it was... Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> okay. Enough with that story. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this is the Farmer's no, Only podcast, no. right? So many different <laughs> you, we podcasts. We couldn't
1: keep talking about Farmer's Only. <laughs> Would you guys want to?
0: Oh, well, let me tell you what.
1: <laughs> oh, well, son. <laughs> uh, no, but this is a reason why I'm so excited about this podcast today, our episode. Read. how do we know each other?
2: So there's a city called Baltimore that a lot of people have heard about via a show called The Wire. Oh, about-
1: Hold on, let me stop you real quick. Matt, what do you know about Baltimore?
0: I know it's
2: on Say
1: a show called things. The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three. You get three answers. To what do you three. know about?
0: What? The uh, Ravens.
1: Okay, Wire, Ravens. The wire,
0: wire, Ravens. And a tattoo that everyone gets of something regarding Baltimore. <laughs> 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 <That's
1: it. laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. I'm going to quickly bring someone else up. Here. Uh, um, I have a guest here real I, quick. I, I just want to get what people know about Baltimore.
3: I know. Um, <laughs> three things. They're really good. Hairspray. Okay. So so John uh, Waters. John Waters. Yeah. Waters. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, the ravens. Okay.
2: He, that's, th- Sorry. I'm That's,
3: repetition sad, that's fine. That's that, like I mean, what I know. There's always three um, things
1: people know. I didn't know that. They have rats, right? They have like big, like scary rats. Okay, so. Like, rats. Okay, eat. you have to take ravens away because you huh. didn't know that. Yeah. I did know that. Oh, you did know Yeah, that. because they play the Patriots. and I. Oh, know yeah. okay, so you do know. Okay, know so that. we got John Waters, Ravens, but and But I rats. don't, see, I just know the song, Good Morning Baltimore. Like, I don't, you're giving me too much credit on the John. Uh, oh, you didn't know the John Waters? See, I just know the song, Show That's fair enough. That's fair. Good I mean, morning, Baltimore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah That's uh, so much better than last time I saw it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're nailing it. The answer is heroin,
1: by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, wrong. Everyone, uh, it's called that guy's on heroin.
2: The answer is heroin. That was a, quite a few things. It's the uh, the heroin capital of the USA.
0: Oh, um that should have been my first guess. <laughs> <I> no, <know.
2: laughs> no.
1: So, okay, I'm sorry. That was derailing. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what you call a derailing. So, oh. okay, Reed and I, <laughs> I used to bartend in Baltimore. Reed bartended in Baltimore, and also was. Grew up in Baltimore, right?
2: I did. I did.
1: Okay. So, Being born, born and raised. I met Reed at a restaurant he worked at, and this is pre bartending, I believe.
2: This was. I was serving at that point and helping with the sake program, which is. Dude,
1: a- this man knows sake like a motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. He's, ma- he's master motherfucker sake.
0: No, that's amazing. That, please sell me you DJ under that name,
2: because <laughs> you should master motherfucker socket. It's a little verbose, but
0: uh, <laughs> sure. We'll that's awesome. That. That's so cool. That's I feel that's a, a semi-rarity even even in LA. You
2: it's, know, in this it's program been so useless since.
1: No, but the place that I met Reed, it was a restaurant called Pabu, which there still is one in San Francisco.
2: There's one in Boston too. Oh, there's though. one in hmm. Boston. Okay, yeah.
1: and. Their sake program, uh, listener, sorry, by what I mean, program, meaning the product of sake, the uh, Japanese rice wine is crazy. Ex- Extensive. What? Thank you. And um, <laughs> Got your back. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Oh, this sake juice is working. There it is. Um, <laughs> hitting you quick. And, uh, so... The whole service staff and bartenders, everyone that worked for this restaurant had to have like a crazy amount of knowledge about the product, which is so rare and so cool, too, hmm. I think. And so, anyway, Reed, ser- <laughs>
2: Reed,
1: Reed was our server. Like the first time I met him, he like was taking care of uh, mine and my husband's table and he was phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this guy's fucking amazing, you know. <laughs> and like we ended up just becoming friends just by that interaction. Yeah. And then uh, you just kept moving on up and moving on up and moving on up to where you are here now in L.A. Yeah,
2: I am in uh, I'm in L.A. as of a month ago
1: now. At this Dude, point, New Year's Eve, like right?
2: Yeah, I literally moved on New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. So it's been a whirlwind, so to speak. My apartment is a bed and boxes. Mm. But I'm, I'm rocking out that situation. It's pretty great. There's very little to clean.
1: Silver linings right there. Uh, yeah, there you go. I,
2: I own nothing, and I just sit in bed and stare at a wall all day and regret my life decisions. No sorry.
1: way, you're not regretting this. You just—I don't,
2: don't regret this at all.
1: It was 80 degrees today in January, folks. Reed does not regret this move. Listen, I've
2: got—I've got a million other life decisions to regret. I'm not regretting this one right now, for what it's worth. But
1: <laughs> it's a big move, though.
2: It's something. <clears throat> It's something I st- I'm not taking it as hard as my mom is. So. Yeah, so,
1: um, Bree, did you already, or do you want to announce where you're working?
2: Um, so I work at a place with a PR department that, uh, oh. my, I'm going to go
1: with a no, my, yeah, no might, have, on that. might have oh. mixed
2: feelings about it I um, understand
1: I understand what you're saying about that yeah
2: I w- I w- it's it's a hot spot of sorts that just opened um, let's just say
1: that you moved across the country to work at this place I moved across yeah. the
2: country to work at this place
1: so that would be- we'll leave it at that so <laughs> everyone who is listening just go find the hottest places in Los Angeles and then not like, check them off and check them off and check them off until you find Read, we'll put a picture of him on that website.
2: It'll be perfect. It's like a scavenger hunt sort.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs>
2: right. That's I'll a, do it. A bar scavenger <laughs> yeah.
1: But,
2: yeah, you're cheating.
1: I know. <laughs> I am. I cheated that one. Gosh. So this is a big change for you to be bartending and living in Los Angeles from Baltimore. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is the differences between bartending in Baltimore and bartending in Los Angeles. Uh something in the news. As of the last kind of year of Baltimore, because there's been some murders of bartenders there. Yeah. I'm sorry to like touch on some um, really dark topics because we started off so like lighthearted. But I mean, this is reality. And I do kind of want to touch on this because this is a place I grew to love living and bartending there. And it's a community that I love. And I want to actually just say quickly how much it saddens me that this is happening. And that has happened to the bartender's In that industry, in that city, and that the city is going through something that's that serious. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's definitely something that's kind of impacted the entire city. So two, contextually, two different bartenders were killed on their way home from work in the past six months or so in Baltimore. And so that was kind of a big deal because it's, it's a deliberate kind of targeting of people. You know, one of them only had eighty bucks on him, right. and like that
1: was apparently worthwhile. A so- lot of times, too, with the crime in Baltimore, it, it, it's a serious problem, and it's something that if anyone from Baltimore and the government seats are glistening, you, you guys gotta get this shit under handle. Like it's yeah. it's out of control, and people are suffering, and there's whole neighborhoods suffering in that city. So. Yeah, everyone needs to band together and start helping people out, man. Like, stop fucking with people, and it sucks, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it, after after the last time, I literally walked in to, because we we just had a huge turnover of staff at Bookmakers, which you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Bookmakers, shout out, boo Shout
2: out, Bookmakers. Shout out, Ryan Sparks. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out, Brianna. Cortland, Court, shout out, yeah! <laughs> Shout out that OG Baltimore crew. But so Bookmakers has had a big like turnover of staff. So we had a, a bunch of kind of new people coming in. And I walked up to every staff member and I'm like, how the fuck do you get home?
1: Yeah. you have, this is, <laughs> like, It's a conversation you have, you have to, have, to have. You have. And this to. is something that as a bartender, like we all have to think about is you're working. And thankfully, actually, these days, a lot of money is going on checks now. So you're mm-hmm. not walking with cash. So it's not as like a scary situation. But
2: people don't know that.
1: True. It's a tip industry. Yeah. And I know places have been like cased and shit for like for bartenders and they know like when they're going in and out and stuff. So all those bartenders out there, just always be careful and keep your head up and keep your eyes up and be paying attention what's going on. And and also, if anyone approaches you, seriously, just give them what they want. It's never worth it to fight.
2: And use use the buddy system. Uh if you think it's walkable, it's not. Right. I think it's, I think it's universally one of those things. You know. When when I was talking to like members of staff, there was this one woman who was like, Oh, I walk, and I'm like, Oh, like how far do you walk? She's like, Oh, like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, What the fuck do you think you're doing? I was like, I will buy you an Uber every fucking night, and like, this is not worth it. Okay, like, let's talk about
1: let's talk about when you moved to Los Angeles, and okay. did you notice a difference of where people were holding their hands when they're walking around? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There's a bit of obliviousness here where people walking around on their cell phones is kind of it's mind blowing, right? Coming it from Baltimore, like totally
1: well, in Baltimore, you can't do that. You no. can't walk around on your cell phone. It's not an option. No, if you do that then you get mugged basically. Yeah. It's kind of like it's a gamble. Like if you walk around talking on your cell phone, you potentially could get mugged. Right. It's basically Or how it like
2: works. your cell phone. You you might not even get mugged. People just run and snatch your cell phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so but, you just don't do it. It's yeah, just nothing.
2: It's just not a good idea. And it's like People walking around with like two headphones in here. It's it's surreal.
1: Breed, I'm so stoked that you're here because you are be definitely the longest travel guest that we have right now. <laughs> and we have been sipping on some fucking delicious stuff tonight.
0: Ain't it the truth? It is. And it's delicious. You want to
1: describe the color of it?
0: Oh, it's like this really I want to say peach color almost. It is uh, peach color. Right. It's like pink orange kind of. And it tastes just as good. It's delicious!
3: Hey guys, oh, hey. what's up? Oh, it's it that time! Oh, welcome, Adele. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. I heard you talking about cocktails, and I was like, oh, I think it's that's my cue." Hey, it's, uh, <laughs> dude, it's definitely your cue because we have been sipping on something that's delicious. You are drinking a naked and famous. Wait, 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 what? what? <laughs> One of my favorite cocktails, mostly because of the name. But, yeah. Um, wait, <laughs> naked, and, naked and famous. And famous. Let's, it has some <laughs> mezcal. You guys already know. That I'm a sucker for that. A little bit of Aperol, fresh squeezed lime juice, and some yellow chartreuse. Um, mm. delicious. Oh, that's the herbaceousness I get from it. on the it. rocks and I really enjoy it that way. Um, it's, it's, I love this cocktail. Wh- yeah. When was this
1: first introduced to you?
3: I um, actually, I, somebody made it for me one time and I thought, oh, this is great. I, will be making this in the future. Oh,
1: awesome. So, like, when you had it for the first time, somebody made it for you, and then you're like, it put right in your brain storage zone, like and that? you're like, dude, yeah. I want that
3: fucking cocktail, and I want to make it again. With a name like that, it's kind of hard not dude, to straight out. say no. I'm naked. Yeah. And That's a great name. I mean, I have no idea the history of this cocktail, to be wait, honest. So wait, so a classic cocktail no, or not. Uh,
1: well, I like, it's interesting because the color is beautiful, and she served it in a rocks glass with a, some really nice cubed, Rocks, meaning ice, and um it, yeah, it's, it's a really nicely presented cocktail. Uh, really I think you bring out how pretty a, a coloring. Oh, wait, because... wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, who is that? Hi, guys. Wait, who?
1: what? I'm... Hold on. It's, oh, it's like this an guy. educated individual. Wait a second. Who the hell are you? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we should have an intro. Oh, 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 it's happening. <laughs> oh, it's happening. Challenge it, accepted. It already happened. <laughs> cocktail nerd. Cocktail nerd. Cocktail
3: nerd. Oh, my God, he's such a nerd.
4: Well, I'm so glad we got that out of the way because we can delve into the important things now. Like I'm so glad you mentioned it was on the rocks and it had such a pretty color. Because if you had served it up like the original creator at Duffin Co. did. Maybe you'd see an even prettier color. Oh, 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 maybe oh, oh. wait, 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 really wait. wait,
1: wait. Excuse me, cocktail nerd. Are you correcting our mix dress right now? Oh, there's, she did nothing wrong. Not that there wasn't room for improvement. Oh, oh. okay.
3: I hear I you mean, there. I, I like it on the rock. I mean, it's a it's... lot
4: of people like drinks on the rocks, and maybe it's not so important with more modern drinks, such as the Naked and Famous. But with a classic drink like a Manhattan, if you send that back to me saying you aren't on the rocks, I was like, oh, you'd like an insecure Manhattan? Oh.
1: Oh, oh, cocktail nerd. How would somebody respond to something like that?
4: They're going to get their drink on the rock. They're going <laughs> to drink it, which usually makes things easier. Especially after I've smarted well, off to the customer, whose so, money I'm about to take.
1: Let me introduce one of my favorite characters and also one of the ones that I just don't know how to be right with. This is Cocktail Nerd. Welcome. Like, What's his name? cocktail nerd got it cocktail nerd is here to help us with education and, and understanding because i know more than you do oh <laughs> all right cocktail nerd what do you got for us let's start off right now what's some of the newest raddest products going on on the bar the newest raddest stuff um oh. i
4: try not to get caught up in trends because the moment you're following trends you're following someone else and you're a step behind we're lucky to be blessed in industry with hundreds of years of tradition i like to go back to the basics and start there
0: oh my god i'm convinced immediately <laughs>
1: I'm I'm learning so much already. (laughs) All right. So you're sitting here right now. You have the title of cocktail nerd.
4: What the hell are your credentials? I make really good drinks and really drunk people.
1: All right. Fair enough. I want a lesson like uh, it's for all the listeners out there who don't know what the hell they're doing with the bar. I mean, we obviously do. I mean...
0: We work at a bar. I mean, don't we know everything?
1: So for all the listeners out there who maybe want like a crash course in making their home cocktails, what would be your two, three go-to cocktails that you would suggest to our listeners and how to make them like Cocktail Nerd would make them? Awesome.
4: Because there only are two or three cocktails. (laughs) All you've got is your old-fashioned, really simple. You've got a great base spirit with a dash of something sweet like a sugar cube or a dash of liqueur instead. And some bitters. So you've got your strong, your sweet, and your bitter, perfect balance. And you've got your sours, again, really simple. You've got a balance of three things something strong, your base spirit, something sweet, and something sour. With a little bit of a twist, you've got drinks like margaritas, wherein you're taking out some of the alcohol and some of the sweet and substituting in a liqueur instead. But it's pretty much the same thing. You're balancing three simple ingredients. So the main lesson is less is more. Start with things you like, whether it's whiskey or gin, and don't fuck it up.
1: Oh. Nice. That seems simple enough. All right, cocktail nerd. I thought this was going to be more difficult than it has been. So,
4: people make it more difficult than it has to be. I hear you. I feel like I've been making it more difficult than it has to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what have I been doing for my bar life?
1: <laughs> I just Sir, go. I have a
3: question for you. What about infusions, homemade bitters, foams? Like the molecular yeah, shit. Yeah. What about that?
4: Yeah. It sounds kind of trendy. I would let someone else do all the fussy stuff. I'll make the really simple, awesome drinks. You can chase the dragon's tail.
1: Ooh. <laughs> we hear that.
4: Yeah. I heard it. I that. definitely come I heard to that. Bar and try your gelatin balls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jelly balls.
4: Uh, are this anything like Jello shots? Who's got the balls to talk <laughs> about it? Foam, uh, smoking, and little gelatin foam. No, these are the fun molecular mixology things as well as like, hot pokers and using oh, liquid nitrogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, whether you're using That's fun uh, shit. centrifuge or um, you're your syrups.
1: Can you break two of those things down for the listeners that don't know what the hell you're talking about? Uh,
4: well, if you're using a centrifuge, it's a fun way to make uh, syrup. I mean, this isn't my specialty, but it's fun. Making fun syrups and ingredients to use in cocktails. But we are inheriting a tradition that has hundreds of years of experience in like making drinks. There's no reason to make up something new when so many customers need to know the basics and the history, a good old fashioned, good daiquiri.
1: Cocktail nerd, you're not as bad as I thought you'd be. (laughs) Cocktail nerd, do you
3: want to take a shot of fireball with me?
0: Is there any other option? (laughs) I actually do have a question. I feel like a lot of us have these cocktails or drinks that we walk into a bar that we've never been to before and kind of grade the bar. With yes. that one drink? Do you have that? Do you have that one drink no, or because cocktail? because it's it's
4: not even on the bartenders. It's like, what can they physically put together? What have they been given the tools to make? So it's like some place can make a mojito like it's nothing. It's not a problem. It's easy for them. That's not a test. Some places have never been taught how to make an old-fashioned. So it's not really their fault. All
1: right. What's up with the fucking
3: ice?
4: Yeah, it, it makes a difference.
3: Do you want to bring it down?
4: What do you want no. to start? You want to start with the clear ice or crushed ice or...
3: We can start with the ice in my cocktail that you were not so fond of.
4: It's not fair to the customer who's going to walk up and expect the same sort of service every time. Adele's going to give her this drink on the rocks, and then this insecure man's going to walk up, and I'm giving him a cocktail glass, and then I look like the All right,
3: all right,
1: all right. (laughs) Is that really that important, cocktail nerd? The customer's
4: experience? Well, that's what pays my
1: bills. Oh, fair enough.
3: Well, Adele, you really did a really good job. Cocktail nerd, I'm going to do better next time, I promise all right cocktail nerd uh now that we
1: have here and, and we actually did do an educational history segment of cocktails which I you know I do want to touch on this because it's part of our lives mm-hmm. um do you want to end your segment with a certain a story or history about a certain cocktail that you really love and you want to share with people sure
4: absolutely let's talk about cocktail.
1: All right. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, that's an awesome idea. So
4: people used to drink these drinks called slings and a sling was like, where you'd take like a base spirit. It could even be just a wine or gin or rum a whiskey and add some sugar and water. And that was really common. You'd have a sling. Give me a gin sling, give me a red wine sling. And then what became really popular was bouncing that sweet and that strong with something bitter. And the first one was just called cocktail. So I'll have a glass of cocktail. Now, where does the name cocktail come from? No one's really sure. I have my favorite story. I think there's like a 1% or 2% chance it's true. But I never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Just like you give a baby, you know, a whiskey-soaked rag to suck on to calm them down, you could also go dip that whiskey with something different so people would, like, use a feather. And they do the bitters and a little sugar on their whiskey to then let the child suck on the cocktail
1: no i've never Isn't, heard wow that story. that's awesome is it a good I thought, story i yeah. don't, dude, don't I've care never if it's true that one. i've heard different stories but that one's phenomenal yeah it's
0: great i totally don't care if it's true
1: Cocktails is so. a storytelling podcast
0: yeah because that's what we like good stories good stories
1: so the
4: first uh, appearance of the word cocktail was in a newspaper article where an, a journalist mentioned he had went out and had a glass of cocktail and that was the first time it was mentioned, that word.
1: Oh, I did hear that part of it. So it's like it the was a, jun- like, a journalist. She had a whole glass
4: of the cocktail for a child.
0: I like yeah, that worked dramatically sold.
1: That is so cool. That,
0: that, that's actually a great story. I've, ne- I've never heard that at all. That cocktail learn. Great.
1: You're welcome here anytime. Oh, all right. Maybe I'll come back.
4: Maybe as long as the Adele makes good drinks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the right way, I suppose.
4: As long as they have alcohol. Can it be that wrong? Oh, That's so true.
1: I mean, it's debatable. What's your opinion on that?
4: It's lovely this time of year. I recommend you all try the
0: alcohol.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're way more rad than I thought you would be. <laughs> yeah. Cocktail nerd, cocktail nerd.
0: Der, der, he's such a nerd.
1: Cocktail nerd, cocktail nerd. Oh
3: my god, he's
0: such a nerd. Hey.
1: Shaw, Shaw,
3: Shaw. Shaw, no. no. shot. No. Shot! 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 Drink it, Shot!
1: Drink it, no. <gasps> no! No! Oh, shot. It hurts. shot monster! That's the, uh, the worst wait, way to get shot! Did, did everyone survive? Barely. Did we have everyone? I don't Define think I, I
0: ever want to gargle anything ever again.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. oh, Okay. <clears throat> I think we're good. Reed, are you okay? <laughs> um. Um. Take that
0: as a moderate yes.
1: Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick um,
0: hiatus. If you know. I gotta okay, breathe. Wait,
1: okay, I think I think Shop Monster really affected Reed. Yeah, he, this is this need his first episode break. with Shop Monster. Oh, i like, <laughs> Okay, Reed. Okay, Reed. 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 All right. Are you with, are you back with us? I'm all I'm right, back. I'm right, fully recovered. Right, okay. Yeah, all right, okay. All right. All right we're all right. good. All right. We're gonna move on to a segment called. What's that smell? Ooh,
0: what is that smell?
1: What's that fucking smell? Mm,
0: It's stinky in here.
1: Oh, it's so smelly. Yeah, (laughs) nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, This is how this segment's going to work. I already poured out four samples of different things that pertain to bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the comps could go a good. lot of different ways.
1: <laughs> and so we have two of the bar experts at our podcast right now. So yeah,
0: I can think of no grid.
1: Should I explain more about this? Is it uh, like well, self-explanatory? Well,
0: that's uh. so we'll describe it. We got what? Two, four, five. I don't know what the fifth one is. I
1: don't know where
0: that came from. <laughs> we were trying to figure it out because, granted, there have been several shots poured I've, throughout this episode. I've, I
1: poured out four, but that there's five. Okay, yeah, perfect. I'm not sure what the fifth one's going to be. And also, they got disorganized, so I'm not sure if I'm going to know what any of them are going to be. But Good thing we've been drinking. Uh, so basically, how this <laughs> game works. Okay, I, I poured four, now five things into a small <laughs> um, shot glass-sized plastic cup. They're unmarked, unnamed. The guests don't know what they are.
0: I don't know what they are. Uh,
1: Matt doesn't know <laughs> what they are. I, I wrote them down because I was unsure if I'd remember what they are. This is real. This is real stuff. This is the re-
0: this is the real life right now. Yeah. This so I,
1: I know what down. I know what the fuck is going on. Okay. Gotcha. I got this under control. This is the yeah. first time I'm doing this. So like, nice. give me a goddamn break, Ari. Right? <laughs> okay. We're gonna start with number one. Got it. Cocktail special special list. <laughs> uh cocktail nerd and Reed. This is your first what's that fucking smell? Don't look at it, just yeah, smell it. Too late ahead. Angostura. <laughs> All right, Reed?
2: Oh fuck, that's not angostura. Uh No, it's too fucking <laughs> it's, it's fucking too red. fucking subtle. That's uh fuck. It's cinnamon involved. Coser, final answer. Robotussin.
0: <laughs> this is good.
4: We did not have this tonight. I thought it was going to be just ingredients we had in the cocktail. It bro. tastes <laughs> more like patience than it does like
0: Ango. Peixos? Yeah, actually it does. <gasps> Fine answer.
3: Surprise! Oh my God. space shows, guys. space shows. Hey. Bravo.
1: Show so subtle.
0: Awesome. Really well done.
1: Dude, you guys worked <laughs> together on that one. That was amazing. If I had a nickel. <laughs> Here's a second smell. Oh, right. wait. Oh, by the way, I just want to... Let the listeners know the reason that they, they tasted that. And that's not the rules of what that smells.
2: In all fairness, I didn't know there were rules. In, you should have blindfolded us. Yeah.
0: Okay. Next, next week. <laughs> that
2: would have solved next the
1: smell. criticism. Okay. This awesome. is the first segment. This is that would have, first that segment. would have definitely yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. solved the tasting and smelling part uh, with the blindfold. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Toss it. I swear to
2: God. All <laughs>
1: right, moving on, moving you on. To the second. We're moving. Okay. So
2: we started
0: over. our own podcast. Uh, <laughs> our own po- it's podcast
1: why, why do I feel like it's going to be super natural for you guys? <laughs> oh, it's going to be. <laughs> okay. We're moving on to the second smell. I'm going to commentate this one. Oh, I'm so, starting off with yeah, Reed's, yeah. Reeds has it. It's a little plastic shot glass. Cool. He puts it in his nose. <laughs> he's smelling it. Obviously,
2: into he's it. He's thinking Ooh. about it. He's
1: intrigued. I know he's intrigued. Let's get some answers okay, here. Okay, so obviously it's
2: super not specific. excited. Um, it's, it's one of those stupid sweeteners that no one should use. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right?
4: Coke <laughs> okay, Americano.
2: Ooh, Ooh, that's
4: close. Okay. Close. Then, uh, well, why would you give me such a hint? And I'm mm. just going to say, that. Like, what's the stupid one? Oh, jeez.
1: Lillet.
0: There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> one.
1: All right, Benjamin, you got to put your face in the microphone when you're answering. <laughs>
2: well, I heard it. Lillet. delicious.
1: Alright, all right, now they're tasting again, but did we get
2: better <laughs> They did answer before they tasted it. tastes like lay.
1: Oh, does it? it oh my good. god. Okay.
2: We Drum work. roll. We uh,
1: Stolen block? You're getting close there, pal. Kina, Kina. No. It's not. no. It's... Carpano. Bianco. Uh, okay,
4: <laughs>
1: Moving forward. There's no way you guys are getting in this one. No way. Huckolder. Good or bad? Reed, here's your next... What the fuck what is was that it? smell? Why did you put a southern
2: twang <sighs> on my name? Yeah, I, <laughs> did was did say I? Wayne? I was you like, Wayne? You were like, right?
1: <laughs> I can't tell because I'm uh, drunk.
2: Brain, <laughs> like a grappa.
1: Ooh, I, lo- I like that answer. Oh,
2: that, that's what I'm stuck with, yeah. Oh, fuck. Reed, what do you got? What's your read? Oh, Jesus. Pumice brandy, but it's fucking...
1: Is you guys it? aren't going to get this. Nope.
2: Um, it smells like regret. So uh, oh,
1: that's the best answer I've <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You guys aren't gonna get it.
2: Why are there lipstick marks on this right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh Yeah, that tastes better.
1: Really? It tastes gnarly. Do you want me to hint on that one? China. 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 What sorghum distillate? Oh, what the fuck is that shit called? Baiju,
0: dude.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a spot in Baltimore that has it on draft
0: now. <laughs> wait. Uh, so one. Is what is that? Two. I forgot the second part. But what Baiju, is that?
1: I is a distillate of a sorghum, China's vodka, essentially oh, really? from sorghum. Yeah. Huh.
0: That's interesting. I did not. I would not have got. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that at all. I don't think I've ever had that before in my life.
1: It's, it's disgusting. You should give <laughs> us better options next time.
0: <laughs> well, wait. Was that uh. four? Or is there one more? Nope.
1: We got one more. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the last one. All right. So. We're on the last. Shot. What the fuck is that smell? And I'm sending it over, Cuckoo. Take it.
2: I've got citrus. I got nothing. <laughs> it it smells like limoncello nightmares. I've just got citrus. Yeah, that's all I got. Is this uh? Is this a melted Tide pod? <laughs> it's <one of> these <laughs> things. Y'all are really keeping with the kids. You're keeping up with the culture these days. Oh, you know. This is uh a melted Tide pod. Oh, Final very answer.
1: Clo- very close, very close. Final answer. Uh, cocktail you got anything?
4: I've got my shot of Smith & Cross, which totally destroyed my palate. I want to smell what this is.
1: Not it smells like
2: lemon juice.
1: Right? <laughs> oh, you nailed it. It's lime juice. <laughs> Matt, you killed
2: me. <laughs> making drinks,
1: making what? memories. I
2: said I got citrus and nothing
4: else. That's <laughs> no, no, not, technically I wrong. I softened
2: it up for him.
1: Dude, nice. thank you guys so much for doing What the Fuck Does That Smell? <laughs> yeah. And that was a new segment. Yeah, That was, was fun, actually. Do you like that one? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys like that one?
4: We could, we could do it again, and we could do it better. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right. Hey. I want to segue into storytelling. Let's do this storytelling. This is, like, taking way too long. Oh, but but it was so fun, though. I know. We've been having a blast.
0: That's <laughs> We're catching up, making four. friends, drinking drinks.
1: Making drinks, doing smells. <laughs> <laughs> discovering our bodies. Yeah. Discovering ourselves. We're all naked right now. <laughs> yeah. I want your story. What what story did you bring? All
2: right. Here we go. Uh, yeah. I was working in an upscale hotel bar in Baltimore. And it was a particular evening where I had basically been about a half hour past last call. There are three people left in my bar at this point. Now, mind you, it's like a 34, 36 person bar. It's a a fairly fucking large bar. Three people left. One of them is an Austrian documentary filmmaker. So like. Naturally. Yeah. You know, of course. (laughs) Of
0: course you would be.
2: You know. So it's, oh, this is a fascinating person. Another one is a sommelier at. One of the premier restaurants in Washington, D.C. That's cool. Yeah. And then the other one is his girlfriend, who is a GM in another premier restaurant in D.C. It's a pretty classy contingent at this point between the three of them. And we'd all kind of built a rapport and we're talking about whatever. So we're a half hour past last call by a long shot. All right. This... Dude who I can only describe as a fat Jeremy Piven. <laughs> That's the only description? That's okay. incredible. That's the only way to describe him. He <laughs> wanders in with his entourage. If you've ever like been to New York City and purchased a DVD off of the street, where it turns out to just be like a C-rate foreign version of whatever you thought you were purchasing, this group was Bat Jeremy Piven and his questionable off brand entourage.
1: So, this group is trying to like get their whole group into the bar, right? Yeah. And then they're like being ridiculous because they're so drunk.
2: It's a massive hallway. It is a hallway where like six of them could stand shoulder to shoulder and have, like, space for another six of them. Jesus. And they're just fucking pinballing off. They're going for it. Okay. Uh, so our our first responsibility as a bartender is, oh, like, that's, that's like a fucking liability on some level. So essentially, like, they come up to the bar fronted by fat
0: Jeremy Piven <laughs> and... <laughs> I kind of want to meet this guy the more you talk about it.
2: (laughs) Is he cool,
1: at least? No. I don't Uh, see it
0: going that direction. (laughs) Don't
2: you you worry, we'll get there. He comes up to the bar and, like, tries to order a bunch of vodka sodas or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, unfortunately, we called last call a half hour ago. You know, my apologies. I can absolutely get you some water. Fat Jeremy Piven (laughs) makes a beeline for the front desk of the hotel. This poor person who's working the front desk of (laughs) this hotel. And so she has to walk out and kind of just be like, hey, um, I was told you wouldn't serve these guys and like blah, blah, blah. Could you just serve them around for, you know, I don't really give a shit. So I serve around for these like six people. Now, mind you, the only other people at this bar now being surrounded by this douchebag contingent this crew the overwhelming crew what happened next so i realize how much cocaine was involved oh jeez where this dude is just engaging all three of these people at the bar in a very uncomfortable way where oh shit he's like there with like five other people and he really feels the need to try to, like, make an action to this, like, Austrian documentarian and this sommelier and this general manager of a fine dining restaurant in D.C. And then he asks everybody to stand up.
0: Oh, here it comes.
2: He commands everybody in the room to stand up. i so excited. And <laughs> then he asks everyone to link hands. Oh, God. Oh, what is oh, about to happen?
1: All right. Can we reenact this right now? can can you Uh,
2: confirmation all of us are linking hands right now. this is the thing in all fairness we're not all standing up so he asks everyone to stand up and he asks everyone to link hands and he is very insistent that both the Austrian documentarian the sommelier from a fine dining restaurant and the general manager from a fine dining restaurant all stand up and link hands with them. And he proceeds to commence a seance for his his dad, who's not dead. Wait, what? (laughs) Holding hands with a bunch of fucking people. And it's just like, guys, I was driving down here. Got some news. My dad's not doing too well. Uh Uh-oh. And, you know, can we all can we all just send some energy right now and try to communicate with it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's not how seances yeah. work, dog. He, <laughs> so, so he gets everyone to be silent and starts grunting. Like,
1: no, un- aggressively
2: grunting. Oh so, my gosh. Crazy, man. And that, and that was, uh, the weirdest seance I've had at my bar. It's amazing. I'm not drunk, I'm just drinking. I do have a great Cat Williams story for you. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit. Oh, we need to get this.
1: So, thank you so much for tuning in to Talk Tales. The website's up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not drunk. (laughs) I'm just drinking. drinking. We can totally totally just put this in later. oh man well that was a beautiful thing so if you actually have any stories you'd like to share with us that we might be able to feature on the podcast later on uh, feel free to write us uh, an email at cocktails the podcast at gmail.com uh, again that's cocktails the podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and hear all the crazy things or cool things that you've experienced in your serving and or bartending life
1: absolutely we want to hear it all just blog like grow up in our email. We want to hear all the stories. We'll Skype you in. Just hit us up. And if you're enjoying cocktails as much as we are, do do us a civil duty. Give us a star rating. We like five. Give us five stars and then give us a sweet review because that's going to help us and that's going to help you in the long run. And we we'd love to keep doing this and we're going to keep doing it whether you like it or not. So uh, <laughs> if you want to give us feedback, we'd like to hear that too because we want to improve everything we do. So. Any criticism is much welcome, and um, we're going to get better by the day. I think so. Thanks again for listening. Also, thanks to our good friend Josh Caro for composing our theme song. Thanks to our tech dude. So, (laughs) thanks and uh, tune in next week.
0: And well, all of us on cocktails are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol. We do so responsibly, and I said you do the same. And so, please do not consume alcohol and drive. Just you know, be responsible. Be cool out there have your fun but just be safe doing it because we uh we want you to listen to the podcast and you want you to uh have a great night
1: cocktails